Pulp MX Network production. It's the Pulp MX Fantasy Motocross and Supercross Show presented by Pro Taper. Welcome, everybody, to the Pulp MX Fantasy Podcast. Thank you for listening. Thank you for playing all of Supercross. And now, it is time to play for the upcoming outdoor season that kicks off this weekend in Hangtown. We did a podcast last week. Go back in the archives. We interviewed the guy who won the KX250F. And we talked a little bit about how we did in Vegas, my victory over JT, and much more. Um, as also to what we're going for, what we're going to do for the outdoors coming up. So there's lots on that podcast. This one we will talk a little bit more about signing up and playing. Uh, com. Make the outdoors more exciting, everybody. Uh, it's really fun to play fantasy moto each and every week. The outdoors also is a little bit funner than Supercross for me and for a couple, some of the guys on the call as well. Lots to uh, cover, lots of riders to talk about. 12 rounds, no drops, everybody. No drop rounds. We did one in Supercross, but not happening in outdoors. So please remember that. And, uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll get to some prizes. This week, the weekly prize for Hangtown. And answer, Ryan Villapoto jersey. <clears throat> same jersey he's wearing in the 125 Dream Race. Uh, we'll, we'll, it'll be the same one of those. And we're going to give that away to the weekly prize winner. Of course, weekly prizes, btosports.com. Gift card, Michelin Starcross 5. 100% goggles, a pro taper package. All uh, each week up for, up for grabs. Maxima oils and pro filter on board for the outdoors as well. We're going deeper for the season-ending prizes. We're going deeper for the weekly prizes than we did for Supercross. And that's all because... Of you jerkies playing uh, pulpamexfantasy.com. This podcast brought to you by ProTaper. ProTaper.com. Two titles with Rockstar Energy Husky, uh, Zach Osborne, Jason Anderson, Geico Honda uses ProTaper, JGR Suzuki using ProTaper, Enzo Lopes, Phil Nicoletti, riding outdoors for JGR along with Weston Pike, of course, and, uh, and, and Justin Hill. They're using ProTaper, ProTaper.com. Also, too, 100%, they are on board with us for these podcasts. Uh, again, weekly prizes from those guys as well. Uh, 100%, the global leader in MX Goggles offers a full range of superior sunglasses now. The pinnacle of premium that are designed in California. The frames are made in Italy. The lenses are manufactured in France. 100% is committed to enabling athletes to see and think differently. Ride 100% to you see the latest for 100%. This is the best part. <clears throat> Use code PULP18 at checkout to save 25% on all casual apparel and accessories. So not the goggles, but everything else, basically. Uh, save 25% at use the code PULP18 at checkout. Thanks to the folks at 100%. We're also going to do the 100% lead pipe lock of the week on this podcast. All right, let's get into uh, the outdoor season. First up, from Fly Racing and a uh, fantasy guru himself, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Guru might be overstating it after the uh, whooping you put on me in Supercross, but I'm back with a vengeance. Yeah, yeah, it's time for to get some redemption. Now, keep in mind, we're not eligible for the prizes on Pulp Mix Fantasy, everybody. So, um, all right, also on the line from ProTaper, ProTaper.com, Paul Perbinos. What's up, Paul? What's up, Steve? What's up, JT? I'm very, very excited to get outdoors going here. Uh, cool. Yeah, I, I agree. So, our prizes, I said our weekly prizes, for overall, for the MX, the number one prize, a 2019 Cowie KX250F. Second place, a Dirt Dreams Vacation, which is really cool. It's something that JT's done a couple of times. Third is a Fly Racing Gear Package. Fourth is a week at MTF. Will Marty be there? No, I guess not, right? Marty doesn't go there anymore. 
Uh, fifth, Azul's bag. You never uh, know, though. You never know. These guys <clears throat> move around like yeah. like trading girlfriends. They do. Uh, Azul's bag for fifth overall. $1,000 Athena and get packets for sixth. Seventh is our folks at Racetech. We'll uh, set up your suspension for you. Eighth is a set of Mobius knee braces. Ninth, a Pit Posse trailer kit. Tenth, Pro Taper drive kit. Eleventh, a year supply of Red Bull. Twelfth, an in-style custom bike kit. Thirteenth, NFAB truck steps. So thanks to all those companies for being on board. Like I said, we're going deeper in the year prizes, deeper in the weekly prizes. No drop round. Oh, the outdoors are fun, Paul. I love it. I really love the no drop round. I love that we're going to get 24 races to score fantasy points in instead of 17. You're not going to be able to throw it around. There's going to be hot races. There's going to be weather. There's going to be bikes blowing up. There's going to be guys crashing. It's going to be awesome. And, Steve, you're not going to score 699 ever again. Ever. Stop it. You never know. <laughs> well, with all-stars, it makes it tougher. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, you never know, Paul. You know what? Sometimes... Sometimes miracles can happen. Um, so, yeah, looking forward to these great prizes. And, uh, again, PulpMXFantasy.com. You can sign up and play just for outdoors. Say you just played for fun and Supercross. We'll sign up, and you can win some of these prizes for outdoors. Uh, yeah, and looking forward to people to locking down those top 99 uh, national numbers for PulpMX. That's something really cool, JT. People seem to be excited about that. And uh, it's a combination of your results all year. So we are going to be awarding actual real live number plates, I believe, I think. Oh, yeah. Yeah gonna be good yeah top 99 so um yeah and 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 if you get in the top 99 you'll get an extra entry into the drawing for the 450 so there's more added incentive to to giving it your best all year yeah all right um so yeah looking forward to uh to talking some 450s and um we should do what what'd you guys think about i didn't run this by you before the podcast but what if we did like a uh a um fantasy on the 125 dream race one week just for giggles I'm I'm fine. We're we gonna it. have enough consistency. We're gonna have enough consistency in the uh, signups to do that. Or what if we just said, "Hey, pick the winner, and you get an extra ten points." I think I think maybe if we do it, we do it at Ironman, which which is the finale. Which I think all these other races are qualifiers for Ironman. So yeah, something like that. That'll, yeah. Um, yeah, maybe we do it for Ironman. Um, yeah, that'd be cool. I don't know, just something to be. Uh, then then again, if RV shows up and works everybody at Hangtown, and then he works every, and he shows up in Indiana, everyone's gonna pick him. I don't know, whatever. Um. He will, he will work, everybody. Okay, so here we go. Uh, 450 Hangtown, like we said. Lots of variation on these picks. Uh, lots to talk about when it comes to these picks. Um, let's go 250s first. All-Stars, everybody, is eight guys. Eight guys, which is a lot. Um, and let's go into handicaps. Hold on. i got to do this. We don't have the final list of, of entry forms, right, Paul? We're working on that, but keep checking. We're going to update. Yeah, yeah. So it's 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 honestly it's very very tough for us this first week. Um, the entry lists are still not posted on 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 uh, MX Sports website. They were posted earlier in the week, and we snatched them. They got posted to Racer X, but um, honestly, there's some, still some errors. You know, like they they have uh, RJ Hampshire with the wrong number. They have Eli Tomac with the wrong number. There's some people that were missing. So we have the best most complete list we could possibly have here mm-hmm. on a Thursday. But please check the site Saturday morning and Friday night. That's when we'll make all the final edits once spikes go through tech and uh everything gets updated yeah absolutely um yeah so keep an eye on that like i said uh, a couple guys in four for these we don't have right now phil nicoletti and lemay and we'll talk about them as we get to the four for these but they'll be added very shortly um all right okay so 250s 
Who's your all-star, JT? Who do you like for an all-star? Like, the opening round, Osborne took off with both motos last year, but he's only a one. You know, the all-star strategy a lot is to give yourself a little bit of room with that. Uh, yeah, I think I think that I'm going to go J-Mart. Uh, the only struggle I have, which is an outlier, is he DNF'd a moto last year. But mm-hmm. I think with a handicap of two, I like J-Mart. Yeah, Forkner looks good. I'm just worried about his injury. Mitch told me he was close to 100%. But I don't know if that was just Mitch telling me that. You know, um, I'll go Alex Martin. Give me that three, a little bigger. I think Amart will do pretty well this weekend. You know, he should be on the box. I would hope, uh, but I've got I've got a little bit of a little bit of space there. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I don't disagree with either of you. I, I like JT's pick of Jmart at a two, so he just has to get top three to max out. Um, I but I, I like your pick too because I think both those guys, both the Martin brothers, have been turned off from Supercross and they've been focused on Hangtown the longest. Um, Osborne, uh, Savachi, Plessinger, uh, and Forkner, they've all had their either injuries or their focus on Supercross. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, historically we see those guys starting a little bit slower. So I really like both of you guys' picks. Uh, FYI, always take a look after practice qualifying. If you can, on AMAMotocross.com or motor, AMA results or something. What is it? It's a pro American motocross results. That's it. Uh, because uh, some guys aren't racing. Like uh, Colt Nichols is not racing this weekend. And uh, Dylan Ferrandis not racing this weekend. Most li- I don't think Ferrandis is out as official. So keep an eye on that, everybody, um, for injuries and everything else. We say this all the time, but don't pick riders who aren't racing. That's a sure way to not uh, do well in your, uh, in your deal. So, okay. I did that super cross. It's highly unrecommended. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Um, um, who was your guy, JT? I picked, uh, God, what's his name? It was uh, uh, I.B. Corp guy, 70. McConaughey. 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 Noah McConaughey. Yes. He was Noah, Noah where to be found. Yeah. Um, <laughs> McAdoo's out, too, so he's an eight. Uh, and uh, All right, okay, so let's get into this. So, JT, give us some guys you like. We talked about the All-Star already. Give me some guys you like. Uh, we, you know, we tried to make this as fair and, and for us to be an ideal lineup, you want to have several guys. So like, you know, Paul was talking off air earlier, we want to have a lot of teams that look completely different. Uh, so I think we're, we accomplished that. It's really tough. Like Paul said, the first round is really difficult to pull that off, but we're going to, we're going to give it a shot. Uh, but having said all that, I like Brandon Hartramp. I've never seen him ride an outdoor race, but I have seen him ride Supercross, and it went pretty well. So mm-hmm. I like Brandon Hartrand at an eight. Dakota Alex is interesting to me because he was a mainstay inside the top 15 for outdoors last year. Uh, I don't know exactly what to expect for the 250 class, but I have to think he will do pretty well because I know he's in shape, and I know he's he's got the experience on his side. So he's also an eight, so I like him. He, he is uh, the with the Rocky Mark. He is with the Rocky Mountain team. Is this con- confirmed? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yep. All right. Yep. Yeah. What I don't know is the rookie guys. So Enzo Lopes, March Banks. Those are the guys that I, I really think you're going to have to pay attention to um, and really watch practice. And I think you're you're going to be gambling on some of them because it's a guessing game. You, you really never know how these guys are going to react. You know, are they going to do the Davy Millsaps and just get torched on their first race? Or are they going to do the Eli Tomac and go out and, and maybe not win the race, but be in the top five? You know, the Josh Grant, that, that level of speed at your first race is, is hard, but it happens. Um, so for me, I like to take big swings at the first round. 
Um, so I'm going to go a little bit higher handicaps. Uh, Ryan Surratt, it's his first outdoor ever, so maybe take a look at him. Um, what's, you know, what's Van Martin, what's, I'm not sure. What's Surratt handicap? Uh, he is an 18. Okay. Uh, so guys like Van Martin, who are in shape, don't have the, the most speed of anybody, but he's always in shape. Um, so my personal team will probably have more guys like a, like a Van Martin than it would a March Banks because I, I want to take you know big whacks at the, uh, at the points total. Uh, everything I hear about this Marshbanks kid, and he's on Monster Pro Circuit. We talked over and over about how rookies get the jump on some of the vets early on. He's an eight. Paul, give me that Marshbanks for an eight or nine. I mean, he's a yeah. nine. Yeah, I, I think so, and um, but it, it's so tough too because uh, I have a little spreadsheet in front of me, and 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 uh, there was a lot of data that I, that JT and I both looked at to try to set these handicaps. But I have a little spreadsheet in front of me that has every single rider in the top 99 their their debut finish in a in an outdoor race. Um, and honestly, it's not as impressive as impressive as you would think. Um, you know, for for a rookie like Cooper Webb, his first national, he finished 11th. Dungey's Dungey was seventh. Brock Tickle, his first national, was 16th. Um, Alex Martin was 20th. Just so a lot of these guys don't finish as good as you think. But when you talk about the rookies, yeah, I I, I think Marchbanks can be very very good. And I'll go circle back to what I was talking about earlier. He's been motoing down. So a lot of these guys have been riding Supercross, and I think it's typical for a, a rookie to come out at Hangtown. So I really like Marchbanks. Of the rookies, I think he's the best, um, and, and I think he's a clear-cut best. I think after that would be Enzo Lopes, and then after that will be Jordan Bailey. Um, but it'll be interesting to see. So, um, But, you know, some other guys I think that are – are worth looking at is some guys that have a little bit more experience and again have been motoring down and one guy that i'm really going to look at closely is justin cooper he's a two so he has to get 13th or better but honestly i think he could be i think he'd be in the top five really um i do think yeah so, yeah. yeah cooper's kind of there's buzz around him for sure i mean i'm not one of those guys to buy into the preseason buzz but there does seem to be something for him um that you look at this man you know rj hampshire's back there's okay. You you look at eight all stars, right? And I like them all to be in the top ten. Like I like all of these all stars to be in the top ten. They're all solid, great past pedigree riders. Uh, they should all be up there. But then, dude, you know that's not going to happen. Um, that's eight, you know, and and you just you just know that that's not going to happen. So where does Sexton, who's not an all star, you know, where does he fit in? He's a zero. It, it yep. It's gonna be it's gonna be gnarly to to think about that. A couple guys. Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say that that's really what we're going for. We want, you know, you to have, you know, 10 guys that you're going, oh, my God, and this is, you know, I've seen Dan Truman, you know, 10 minutes before a lockout pulling his hair out because he's got eight guys on his on his list and he can't decide. And that that's really what we want. We we don't want there to be shoe-in picks that everybody has. That, mm-hmm. That's to me, that's a great handicap list is if you're like, well, I'm going to flip a coin because both of these I can't decide. Give me Mel Ross over Alex if we're going with eight, guy, eight handicap guys. I like Mel Ross got a cycle trader ride. He's been hungry for this outdoor chance. He's got it. He's been working hard. Uh, I may or may not know his trainer, a terrific outdoor rider himself back in the day. Um, <laughs> and uh, Mel Ross is, yeah, like I just – Dakota and Alex does have the starts for sure, JT, like you mentioned, but – if you, if I got to pick a guy that with an eight, uh, I'll go Hartraft and Mel Ross. 
over Alex. But Alex, he saw it. Yeah, like but Melros yeah. really doesn't have any outdoor experience, does he? Um, yeah, a little bit. He's ridden a couple nationals here and there, you know. But, okay. but dude, he wants uh, to like, he, like he wants to like really, like he's he wants to really make it in the U.S. Like he's been wanting to do outdoors. He keeps himself in great shape. Like he rides outdoors, you know. So okay, well, I, I feel like Dakota and, and Hartram probably want to make it too. No, they don't. don't. They don't. They both told me they don't. No, right. right. <laughs> See, for me, I would take I would take Dakota over Mel Ross, uh, just because of the experience factor, and you know he's got a. I, man, I don't know. I, it'll be interesting. We'll we'll see which side plays out. But to me, I can't really remember Hayden having a lot of outdoor yeah. days where no. I was just like, man, Melross is good outdoor today. Outdoors well, no, today. no, he's barely done any. He's barely done any outdoors. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Okay. Um, hey, you know who's been down at uh, at the Nest or whatever it's called now? What's it called? DreamWorks, Dream Factory, Dreamland. Uh, well, I don't, I, I, I don't know anymore. But I think that's where Michael Jackson's place. Moto yeah, N- you know, you know who's been great at Neverland, the ranch at Neverland. Yeah. Uh, Austin yep. Root, Austin Root, uh, AC was in studio. Austin Root's been riding at the Neverland Sand Facility Dream Tracks place. Yep. So sixteen handicap, oh. everybody. Austin Root. Just I saying. also did hear hear something a little bit about that. I heard he has speed, but I also heard he has yet to put in a thirty minute moto. Uh, so yeah, here's the tricky. This is the tricky part with outdoor motocross. Like the qualifying times are gonna look great, but um, man, it's a 30 minute race, and that's why when you guys are talking about heart raft, I followed him a little bit closer as an amateur, and he was never that great as an amateur, really. And and I think he really turned some heads in Supercross, but I think I'm a little bit lower on heart raft on his speed, but I'm much higher on his fitness. So I think he might be a little bit slow and qualify bad. And mm-hmm. That might turn you guys off, but I still might pick him because I believe in his fitness. Yeah, dude. Um, he's impressive. I really think Hartraft is a guy you'll see. You're going to see Hartraft, I believe on star or PC Geico, one of these teams soon. Um, all right. Well, you know, give me a guy you wouldn't, you're staying away from. Give me a guy in TVDs you're staying away from. My guy would be Justin Hill because I, Insert that emoji with the hands up. Like <laughs> I'm staying away with Marty. I'm staying away from Marty. Stop it. Stop it. Um, <laughs> give me a guy you're staying away from, Paul. Uh, well, you took my Justin Hill one, but uh, no, you can say Hill, but I, yeah, no, it doesn't. <laughs> um, oh man, that's tough. Someone besides a guy to stay away from. Uh, I, I, oof. I don't know. Okay, I don't RJ. Know. RJ. I'm going. I'm staying away from RJ. Yeah, just want to see what he asked. It. I mean, obviously he's a great uh, rider. Yeah, but, it's yeah. too early. It's yeah. too early for me. Uh, I just asked somebody who's been riding with Surratt to give me a moto score, and he said if his bike holds together, he goes 18 to 20. Oh, that's dangerous. That's dangerous. <laughs> so, so what you're saying is, if his bike holds together, he's going to max out. But if he doesn't, we're not going to get anything. I don't know. Just saying. That's what, what is my. Is he source. riding a? Is he riding a bike he bought off Craigslist? I don't know. Um, okay. What about Enzo Lopes, rookie kid? Ten handicap. So we talked about the eights, like Hayden and Alex and Hartraft all doing well. We're, we're, Lopes is on JGR, so good bike, you know, good team. He's he's a kid. He's in his rookie race. I mean, you, you like that, JT, at a 10? I, I do, but I've, I've never really seen a kid ride. So it's going to be a learning experience for me. You know, I'm going off of what other people say. Uh, but, you know, that's the nice thing about – being at the race, I guess, for me, is that I'll get to watch him, you know, two solid practices, see his times. And I like to watch I like to watch his 
total laps. Like I could see if he put, he can put in consistently fast laps, or if it's just the standard amateur one lap flyer that he does really well with. Um, I, I like to watch all of the performance if I don't have any really back history on a guy like that. Mm-hmm. Paul. Yeah, to me, I mean, I know I know of him pretty well. I've watched him ride a lot. I've ridden with him before. Um, I don't think he's going to be as impressive in practice. That's my hunch. Um, to me, I think he's going to be a better professional than he was an amateur because he's very, very good when the track gets really beat to shit and awful, and I think his fitness is is very, very good. Mm-hmm. So um, me personally, like, uh, I kind of I kind of would hope that he doesn't qualify really good because that'll take – him off a lot of people's radars, but he's going to be on my radar no matter what because I think at at the twenty minute mark when a lot of people are starting to fall off, I think he's going to be just steaming up. I think he's going to keep going. Wow, you're a fan. I, I I've, I've watched him ride in California for a number of years now, and and the amateur scene isn't his deal. Like he's not a he's not a whole shot and sprint starter type guy. But the longer races, he's there at the end. He's always chasing the leader at the end, but um, he always typically comes up short because amateur races are, you know, 10 yeah. minutes long. Is uh, is Cantrell not a local guy-ish up there? Hangtown? No? I don't know. I thought he was. So he, did, I he, he might. I think he might be. I think Mosman is for sure. Mosman was yeah. kind okay. of from up there. Cantrell, I want to say, is more um, maybe, oh, man, Bakersfield area. Maybe. Okay, all right. They're, they're both sixes, and they made their rookie debuts last year, and I believe they finished right around 10th last year, 10th, 11th or something, both those guys. Cantrell's, yeah, Cantrell's an, uh, was a 12th. Yeah. 10, 13. Yeah, so they followed each other around last year there, so uh, keep an eye on that. Um, well, I need four guys from you people, from you two. I need four 250 guys, and I need 100% lead pipe lock of the week for the 250 class. JT, you were mm. mean. Interesting. My lead pipe lock of the week. 100% lead pipe lock of the week. My lead pipe lock of the week will be... Whew, it's tough. Um, it's not going to be Justin Hill, I'll tell you that. Uh, I'm going to go Justin Cooper. We'll keep it in the Justin family. Mm-hmm. Justin Cooper. Um, I, re- okay. I really like the guys that get this extra time to prepare, and I just think it's such an advantage to come in over-prepared to the first round. Right, right, right. Um, my okay, my 100% lead pipe lock of the week will be uh, Garrett Marchbanks. Yeah, yeah that was going to be mine. Yeah, I think he can finish 9, 10, 11. Um, you just, yeah, yep. Um, yeah, that's a really good one. All right, well, listen, I'll go different. Uh, I need you people to get on the Hayden Melross train. I'm a believer at an eight. But I think, but I think. You can't uh, just, you can't just pick him because of Red Dog. Like, you've got to have some sort of other. No. Reason other than just he's a Red Dog guy. March Banks would be my pick. March Banks is going to beat Hayden Melross at Hangdown. He's going to beat him. But, uh, Paul went with that, so. Um, I don't know enough about Lopes, like like JT, like you said. I don't know enough about him. I'm not hearing great things about Jordan Bailey and Austin Root. That 30 minute talk just scared the shit out of me right there, Paul. Um, so uh, I'll go. I'll go there. Um, but uh, I need I need four from you guys. Go ahead, Paul. 
Um, okay, well, I'll go March Banks. Um, All-star, I'll go Jeremy Martin. So that leaves me two. Uh, one would be Justin Cooper. And then the last one would probably be a little bit deeper. So um, it would probably be somebody possibly like... Uh, I got to pick one. I got to pick one. I got like four on my mind here. Yeah. Um, let's go with... Whew, tough. This is tough. I'll go Hayden Melross. Oh, welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. <laughs> I'm on. I'm on. I'm on. Uh, first lap leaders. Are you guys, either one of you, I'll start with you, JT, are you more likely to pick a first lap leader outdoors? Hmm. You get, well, you get twice as many chances, yes, right? Yes. So that helps. Uh, I am more likely, yes. But, but I don't know that that changes anything. Okay. I don't know if it's enough. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't change anything for you as far as doing it. Like, not yeah. well. It could. It could. Maybe not at the first round because I'm going to need to see right. how the switching from the mesh back to dirt affects things. And at the first round, that's awful risky for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Paul, what do you think? Yeah, I agree with JT. I think I'm going to do it sometimes this summer, but um, I don't know if I can see myself doing it at Hangtown. I, I, just from what JT said. I mean, I've been there many times with a mechanic, and do you guys consider Blake Baggett a good start? Oh, you might you might consider him a good starter now, but years ago I don't think he was, and he showed up in whole shot the first moto and led the first few laps and went back to fifth and ended up second by the end of the moto. So um, they got to go a whole track to get to the finish line too. So a lot can sort out. So maybe I'm leaning that way. I think if you had to ask me to pick one person to lead the first lap, I think the safest best pick would be Jeremy Martin. Yeah, yeah, not a bad idea. Do, are you going to pick more of them, Paul? Do you think this year? Um, I think I will more, but I really like what JT said about seeing some stuff first. I yeah. want I want to get some momentum and confidence built into these guys first before I start risking thirty yeah. points each weekend. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm kind of with you. Protaper.com, please check them out on the web. Whether it's Zach Osborne or Jason Anderson, a couple championships, the Geico Honda team, or the JGR guys, Protaper.com has got you covered. Uh, Continue to uh, raise the bar each year. Pro Taper Sports stuff is out now. The clamp-on grips are now out and available. And uh, so, yeah, people, please check out the clamp-on grips if you just give up on life by the clamp-on grips. You just want to give up on life. Um, also, Chanceability to- that okay. Chanceability that Dan Truman picks first lap leaders? 100%. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of 100%, the official goggle of Pulp MX Fantasy and premier athletes around the world, uh, riders like Muscan, Cooper Webb, the Yamaloop Star Racing Team, rely exclusively on 100% goggles to see more and ride faster. At, at checkout, use Pulp 18 to uh, save 25% on casual wear and accessories. Uh, 100% lead pipe lock of the week. All right, let's go to 450s. Since I just did the promo, let's do the lead pipe lock of the week in 450s first. Um, JT, who's yours? My lead pipe lock of the week. Man, I know we keep making that sound, but these are tough. And that's by design, so kudos to us. It would be... I, I, by the way, I think Taft is racing. He's he's going to do privateer effort. Yeah, he's yeah. racing. Yep. Yeah, he's racing. Racing. I would like to say Cody Cooper, but at an eight, I just don't think there's enough oh, value to make he, him the the lead pipe. He really got tired last year when he came over, but he he still did well for us. Uh, he was a wasn't he a sixteen or fourteen at the opening round? We just killed it with Cody yep. Cooper. I'm gonna go with uh, Factory Phil Nicoletti. Okay, not listed right now, but what's he at, Paul? 
Yes, he is six. He's listed. He's a six. Oh, he's listed? He wasn't yep. on there. Uh, okay, good job, Marks. Uh, in fact, you feel at a sixth? Yeah, I mean, he. you know what? He's an East Coast guy, and he complains nonstop, as usual, about the California tracks, but he did does pretty well on them. Podium Glen Helen a few years ago. You know, he's he's uh, he's a gamer, so I like that, JT. That's good. Uh, Paul, what about you? Man, this is hard, this class, because um, it is extremely depleted, so there's a lot of guys, I think, that have huge potential. Um, you know, Toshik. Toshiki Tomita at an 11. I like what you said about Cody Cooper. Um, uh, there was one more in here that I wanted to bring up. Uh, where'd he go? I don't know where he went. Um, but I think if we're talking lead pipe, this is just, oh, uh, I think Jake Masterpool, he's he's a rookie. He's a 15. I think he could possibly do something, maybe. Yeah, I've been waiting for, um, waiting for him to make his debut for a year or so, right? Like... Yeah, and pretty quiet, like not much happening with him. His brother is the one that's um, on the star team and and really kind of on the gas. But this guy's a good rider, too. He's won at Loretta's before in B-class, and um, he's a good rider. So maybe him, but um, I think Josh Moseman at a 10 is a good pick as well. Uh, but I think if you want to go lead pipe, I'm going to go Kyle Chisholm at a 7 because I think Kyle could maybe get around 10th-ish, maybe, mm-hmm. maybe. So yeah. that's a pretty good point value there. You guys, you guys put Cooper too low, seriously. But anyways, just I mean, we we I the the tough part is Steve is how depleted this class is. Yeah, I think he's going to qualify probably around ten to twelve. Oh, he'll qualify so well. Guy, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So if you have a Cody Cooper on your list who's a ten, eleven, or twelve, he's automatically on everybody's team. So oh. um, we had to take that into account too, like how depleted the the mm-hmm. field is and where these guys will qualify because everyone goes off practice times and we don't want any big shining black eyes in, in the group you know that we want a lot yeah. of uh, parity in these teams so yeah that's i think why we ended up at an eight but again it's so hard to do this stuff at round one it's really difficult 100 percent goggles lead pipe block of the week give me ben lemay out of 12 just and you are driving you are give driving me, this bus give me lemay hasn't rode or raced it doesn't matter just give me lemay give it to me give me as much lemay as you can get me i want a bowl full of lemay now i'm getting creepy i know um but yeah ben lemay 12 dude he's good he's a good outdoor rider granted a few years ago he's been doing a lot of arena cross you know but i feel like arena cross skills and outdoor motocross really translate well so oh boy um yeah, I like Ben LeMay. JT, 12, Ben LeMay? Yeah, I don't know what to, to make of that. Is I don't know how prepared he is. You know, driving a, a van around, you know, dishing out Monster to retailers doesn't really bode well for outdoor motocross training. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I don't know what to make of that yet. I know who JT will pick right now, Paul. I know. I just scanned the list. <laughs> JT has a guy that he secretly loves for fantasy. Yes, I know who it is. I know who it is. Okay, w- want to say it at the same time? Three, yeah, one. two, one, Koba. Austin Koba. <laughs> <laughs> Give JT some Austin Koba right yes, now. I agree. Loves Austin Koba. JT? I can neither confirm nor deny <laughs> these accusations. <laughs> yeah, you love that guy. He just, he just, He just grinds away, and he will go 20. To 24, every moto, right? It's my kind of guy. <laughs> uh, he, yeah, that's actually not, is, JT, could that be 100% lead pipe block of the week for you? No. No, no not 16? I don't think so. No. I don't think so. No. 
No, my lead pipe, I'm going to stick with uh, Filthy Phil. I think okay. Filthy Phil right. at a six is really consistent outdoors. He's always in shape. He's got a factory bike. He's. I just. I like him at a six. Okay. Um, let's go All-Stars. We didn't touch All-Stars in 450s. Uh, what is Tomac? A one, obviously. Yeah, Marv. And two. Give me some Marv. Give me some Marv. Yeah, safe pick is Marv, right? I mean, got to yep. finish top three overall. Give me some Marv. Yeah. What do you think, Paul? Yeah, I don't disagree. I mean, that's pretty solid. Um, you would. You, it, it's hard to not see him on the podium, um, but I definitely think Baggett is worth a look to get top four. Mm-hmm. I think. Uh, I think he's going to get top four. So um, there's some picks there, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I, I might kind of think about week to week strategy a little bit here. Maybe think about who's better at Glen Helen, or. Um, but then again, whatever happens at Hangtown is going to dictate the handicaps for Glen Helen. So that's yeah. going to be tricky too. Yeah. Um, JT, what do you think about Baggett starting slow again? You think the team's got a little more handle on bike setup now? I want to say yes, but, you know, this is a new bike again for outdoors. So we'll, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. You know, I think the field is, is much easier than last year. So even if he has a bad day, that 7.7 seven or whatever last year was could more, look more like a 5.5 five or 4.4. Four, four. So even if he had a rough day, I think just the overall yeah. difficulty yeah. should be less. Kenny's not talking big at today's press conference for sure about his his perspectives, you know. So um, yeah, I don't, I, mean, I don't expect a ton from him this weekend. Uh, by the way, people, uh, Josh Grant's out, Justin Bogle is out, Cole Seeley's out, Wilson Tickle, Webb all out. They're at their first. Josh Grant. Yeah, they're at the first uh, handicap. So Josh Grant's Glenn Helen stamp it pick uh, is out the window. I guess he won't be racing. It sounds like so because he would have been the Glenn Helen pick, right? By far. Josh Grant. Oh yeah. Oh uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Always save JG for GH. Uh, how do we feel about Henry Miller at a nine? Uh, it's on a Yamaha now. He's off the RM Army. Great results last last summer. Later last summer, he's a nine. You know, getting up there now. Um, JT Henry Miller thoughts. Uh, in the words of Jennifer Love Hewitt, I know what you did last summer, mm-hmm. and that could be that could bode well for uh, Henry Miller's Hangtown results, especially in this field, because the 450 field is really depleted. You guys keep going on about that, but... Uh, it is. Uh, it is, but... It is. It's pretty bad. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, well, especially Dino. You know, the news with Dino and, and Cooper. Grant, yeah. Um, I mean, I, I think there's under 10 riders on factory race teams in the 450 class that are lining up. Right. What's it going to take, JT, for you to go look at Chris Howell at a 16? Uh, I don't know, man. He's he's never really been an outdoor guy. But, you know, the, the upside of all of this for outdoors is we know who's racing. We'll know before, you know, these guys yeah. line up. Yeah. So yeah. you don't have to worry about that not qualifying factor that, that was killing me in Supercross. Um. Yeah, Ben LeMay, 12. Everyone just pick him and break your mouse off. That's it. It's done. You got it. Ben LeMay, 907. That sounded, sounded sexual. I don't I don't condone that. <laughs> um, all right, give me your four and 450s. I'll tell you mine. Henry Miller, Ben LeMay, I'll go Austin Coba, and Marvin Muskan. There we go. There's my four. Give me some Austin Coba, just, just in honor of JT's picks. All right, I'll go Filthy Phil. Yep. I'll go Marvin. I will go Josh Moseman. Yeah, Moseman's and a 10. And Moseman's a 10, right? I will. 
Moseman's a 10? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think I'm going to have to take Cody Cooper at an 8, although I don't love it. But I think I have to go with him. Yeah, I don't know. Like, how did Cooper do last year? I want to say around 10 or 12 at Hangtown. He was awful tired. I know that. Oh, dude, he was not. Yeah. I picked him, and it wasn't. It wasn't what I was hoping for. I do remember that because I was, I was like, "You, dude, you have to be able to go faster than this. You have to." <laughs> he was, he was fast for fifteen minutes. Yeah. Yeah, but at the end yeah. of the motos, it was like, right? I, I, man, it was bad. I'd have to go back and look at his lap times, but I just remember standing on the side of the track, going, "You have to." go like you're not even really riding at this point stand up stand up <laughs> do anything uh paul what do you think man it, it's so hard i i it, um there's so many more guys that we haven't even touched on that i want to mention but well go ahead um, and mention them well i mean josh moseman we touched on i guess we cody cooper jake masterpool um bradley leonette i think is a guy that could be looked at i think he's goes the whole moto um, Sean Lapanovich might be a, someone to look at. Carson Tickle, Bobby Piazza, um, Toshiki Tomita. Oh. I think these are all guys that are lookable. So, um, really, I think because the field's a little bit slower, um, I think there's going to be a big jump, you know, between guys. Like there's going to be the top ten, and there's going to be a big gap in speed, and then there's going to be, you know, about eight spots within the points that are all going to be up for grabs. And I almost want to walk around the pits with like a VO2 max uh, freaking monitor and, and have everybody blow into it so I can see what people's fitnesses are like and I would go that way. <laughs> but um, can't do that. So uh, I guess, you know, my more safe team would be would be Marvin, Chisholm, Nicoletti, Cooper. And then if I want to send it with some higher handicap guys well, – um, I kind of got the. Go ahead. Oh, JT, you said you were going to take more risks, but your team is, your team's choices are are not high risks, if you ask me. Like, did you not mean like you didn't go sixteen guys? You don't go twelve guys? Handicaps? Um. Well, in two fifty, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna swing for the fences a bit more. Okay. Uh, Four fifty, I may not because I I think that some of the guys, a guy like Phil, with at a six, I think he will be around ten or eleven, which is going to be really really good points. Um, going back to Cody Cooper, first moto, his best time was 13 seconds better than his worst time. Second moto, <laughs> he only did five laps. Really? Yep. Why do Backed I? Backed it in. Why? Do I not feel like The year he, before, he killed it. Oh, it was the year, the year before. before he killed it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 13, I remember being thir- very unhappy. 13 seconds. Flash. Yep. Huh. Uh, that's a lot. <laughs> In case That's a lot. That is a lot. That's a lot. Um, okay. I think I think I disagree with JT a little bit, and that's why I think we it's it's so hard to do this in the first round. That you know JT says he's going to send it in two fifty and be more safe in four fifty. Where I think I'm flipping. I think I'm sending it in four fifty with you know I, I gave you four guys that are safer, but I think two four fifty is the class that I can go three guys in the double-digit handicaps and an all-star more so than I can in the 250 class. So, um, man, it's just it's tough here not watching anyone ride, not seeing one, you know, kind of chronological list of lap times. Uh-huh. This is tricky. So everybody pay attention. The first round is going to be very important, and there's no drop, like we yeah, said. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, ever, anything else for, 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 for Hangtown? Did we cover everything? Let's Bring just on, add Hangtown. that um, ready. <laughs> 
let's just add that there's uh, if people do want to try to up the stakes and play for just cash against um, a lot of the best players in the league. Um, typically, the players that play in the industry idiots league are always at the top of the championship league as well. Obviously, um, Steve, myself, JT, and Dan, we can't play for prizes, so we always play in this money league, and it really is the 450 super cost class of fantasy. So. Um, if you want to get on in on that, just email Dan, uh, Dan at pulpmxfantasy.com, and he can help you get in there, and it'll probably all happen the 11th hour, Friday night, Saturday morning, but we'll yeah. get you in there. Yeah, yeah. It was, uh, the winner got 3600 bucks, and we have a triple crown and weekly money. I made 25 bucks for some round this year, so I was pretty stoked yeah, on that. I made that. 53 somehow. I don't know. I yeah. guess I split for a win or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it should, uh, should be great to... Uh, to do that with everybody and please yeah you can win a couple of bikes for grabs still um top 99 national numbers weekly prizes yearly prizes thanks 100 percent. thanks to pro taper for making this podcast happen uh thanks everybody for playing appreciate it uh thanks everybody for listening the winner of the the, M- the supercross series said he listens to the pod every week brian and it really helped him so that's awesome and that's what we're here to do so um thanks jt thanks paul all right all right guys good luck this weekend everybody